Hello and welcome back to Why Such a Fuss podcast. So today we're going to focus on data transfer because it's a big subject and it's one of the subjects that it's, can be quite misleading. So first of all, what is data transfer? So there is two types of data transfer. There is the direct and indirect data transfer. So direct is transferring your data to another organization. Think of your CRM. So you're transferring your client data, you're inputting that client data into a CRM, so which sits into the system that uh, you are procuring through the third party, your CRM third party. And then indirect data transfer or is also referred to as onward data transfer is when the CRM in our scenario that transfer the data further onwards to another provider. So that would be defined as a sub-processor. So there is that to be considered. And when you are transferring data or when you are engaging with the processor, um, then you should have a data processing agreement. And the if if the processor then transfer data to a sub-processor, then they should have a data processing agreement in place with that sub-processor as well. There is also something else to consider when performing a data transfer. And that is called the cross-border data transfer. So this happens when data goes outside of the UK. And there is a multiple things that you need to consider. If the data that is going outside of the UK is going to a country that has an adequacy status, then you don't need to do anything. Data can flow freely between those countries. There is a full list available and you know the EU, for example, has adequacy status, New Zealand, Japan, Canada, etc. But if you are transferring data to a country that does not have an adequacy status, like the US, for example, or Australia, then there are some safeguards that needs to be put in place. And from a UK perspective, you need to do a, what is called a transfer risk assessment, which will then tell you the risk level, whether it's high, medium or low, in terms of what you want to transfer. And following that, if you then proceed with the transfer, you need to have an international data transfer agreement with the receiver of the data or the importer of the data, so which will be in the other country. There are another mechanism whether you can use the EU standard contract clauses, but you need to add an addendum for them to be for that to be valid from a UK standpoint. The EU and the US have struck a deal called Data Privacy Framework which allows that data to transfer between EU and US freely. The UK is working on a similar arrangement, but we don't have that yet. So we still need to rely on the transfer risk assessment and the international data transfer um, agreement. 
just bear in mind that the agreement is legally binding because it is a contract. The other thing to bear in mind is that originally there was what they were called the privacy shields with the US that enabled the free the free movement of data. They were deemed inadequate by the European Court of Justice under what is called the SHREM 2 case. So if you want to Google it, by all means, go ahead. Now, SHREM is an activist of data protection, and he has already declared that he will challenge the EU-US data privacy framework. So that means that potentially the UK will also no longer be whatever deal we, we struck might not necessarily be valid. So just bear that in mind that it's a long road for now and until things change, we need to stick with what we've got. And think carefully when you are transferring data outside of the UK, wherever possible, look for a UK-based solution or at the very least, a EU-based solution. So that concludes this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Speak to you next time.